Hey everyone, before this episode of Countdown to Infinity and Avengers podcast, I just want to let you know of an awesome way you can support the podcast and maybe get a sneak peek of another season of Countdown to Infinity. So if you loved this whole season, maybe you've been listening for two years to Countdown to Infinity, you can head over to patreon.com slash delphinpod, D-E-L-F-I-N-P-O-D. You'll be able to support the pod there. You can even see some exclusive video podcasts that we were didn't release on um, our regular feed, including uh, Into the Spider-Verse episode, uh, Sony's really fun Academy Award-winning animated movie. Um, uh, We have some other podcasts there, including a a show called Big Deck 69, which is really, really funny. It's a space comedy. Um, But you'll also be getting the first news and the first couple episodes of season three of Countdown to Infinity before everyone else does. So please consider Consider going to patreon.com slash dolphinpod and supporting the pod. We don't put ads in our podcasts because we don't want to. Ugh. It's Monday, so you know what that means. It's another episode of Countdown to Infinity, an Avengers podcast. And just like in the film Endgame, spoiler alert... I was able to go into the past and get some Infinity Stones, and 50% of the other hosts I was able to bring back, and the other half, I couldn't. I only half-snapped. Is the math right on that? (laughs) I don't know. Okay, cool. Yeah, Let's Uh, just go with it, though. John's in the studio with me. Hey there, guys. Andrew is not in the studio. He's still in his divergent timeline. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. We haven't plucked him from his timeline yet. And honestly, he seems happy there. He did. Yeah, he did seem pretty... um, Pretty content. He was kind of like a like a like a cap. Yeah, like a Captain America. He, oh, he's and he's got the ass of a Captain America. He does. Too. Yeah, well, it's kind of weird a, for me to. That's your brother. Him. Yeah, weirdo. But, like, but he, yeah, he's got that old graying look that oh, Captain America yeah. has. <laughs> he's gonna give his shield to one of us. That's true. Now yeah. and confuse a lot of people about the plot. Yeah, um, for, for exactly mainly because like we don't know where the fuck he got a shield in this for, case. Like we know where Captain America got his, but like. Andrew just showed up one like one day old and like he had a shield. How did you get back? I didn't see the little time thing on your wrist. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, so we, if this is your very first podcast, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, this is the end. So yeah. like kind of weird, or at least this is towards the end. The end game. of season two for yeah. sure. Uh, but yeah, go, uh, we have our, of course, our end game episode, our listener mail episode, our trivia game episode, the character episode. There's a lot of cool episodes. If you're really into end game, just look back. And if you're really into the MCU, there's a lot of episodes even further back. Um, but we wanted to do this podcast because some of you guys, uh, we asked for some reviews on the uh, Endgame film as you've seen them, and we played those on the listener mail. But a lot of you actually sent us questions and wanted us to talk about some of the things that were burning in your mind that we actually honestly didn't talk about on our in-depth interview, or sorry, in-depth review, even though we talked about it for two and a half, three hours. Yeah. There are definitely things we didn't talk about. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff that I think I I can't, I can't even remember right now, but there was stuff that me and Drew talked about on the way home, which was like, ah, shit, we forgot to reveal that. (laughs) Impossible. Impossible to talk about this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Fully. Um, so we're just gonna answer some of those questions, but before that, uh, review the podcast, definitely share it. Um, if you want to, uh, to be ahead of the game on season three, go to patreon.com slash Delphin pod. There's some exclusive shows there and you'll get, some cool episodes uh, there as well. Patreon.com slash DuffinPod. That's how we continue. But uh, first of all, John, how many times have you seen the movie now? Oh, I've, I've still only seen it twice. Okay. It's still very crazy. Like it's, um, it, showings are really hard to get into. Still. I think it's calming down. I mean, by the time this, this airs, yeah. it'll probably be calmed down. But um, the last time I looked, um, I think Drew was um, and name dropping Drew a lot on this show. Yeah, he's not um, here. So it's great to talk yeah, about. Yeah, it's not. Him. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Drew apparently went to go see it with my um with another sibling of mine uh and she uh it was really hard for them to get tickets like they had to kind of wake up wow. early that morning and buy tickets for something that was very very late in the day because it was filling up very quickly it is breaking the records for weekday box office i mean we're talking yeah exactly you would 300 think, million dollars on a wednesday you would think like no right because like everyone has jobs to be yeah. at especially if you watch this movie at seven Who you the have fuck's a going to the matinees <laughs> yeah i mean because like uh I don't know if people know what they're getting themselves into if they watch this movie like at 8 p.m. Oh. Like, you know, you're going to be there get for a, a while. Get out of midnight. Yeah, exactly. So shit, like but kudos to those people. And I will say a lot of the people who listen to this podcast, a lot of people I know have seen it twice, three times, four times. So it four is... Four times a lady. <laughs> Wait, it doesn't even go that way. Well, and... and but I... 
I think I talked about this a little bit on the review, but it is fairly what? rewatchable. I mean, is it? I mean, it, the, the <laughs> this the, is me seeing it from like, watching it. Twice. I know what you think now, but you saw it twice, yeah. But the impact of the film definitely isn't going to be there the second or third or fourth time, obviously. But there are there are things that you're going to be able to see and glean from this after listening to like our podcast or listening or finding some of the Easter eggs and some of the older ones. Um, like I know there's a Captain Britain Easter egg in there. Captain Britain is that true? Right. I mean. It's not confirmed. I mean, she does mention Agent Braddock, and Braddock is the name of a Captain Britain character in the comics, but it's, it's fun there. to speculate. Howard the Duck, which we already talked about, is in the film. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of cool things that you'll still be able to see and recognize in the movie. And I think we were just talking about layers with the Russo brothers. There are so many layers in this movie, and you'll be able to, to peel some of those like an onion, just like the Shrek films, and get... Uh, <laughs> get to the things uh, that you want to see. But I'm going to go through some of these questions that you guys asked us, and we're just going to talk about it. Some of these are just loosely open questions, so there's no right or wrong answer. Just some of them are just speculative, and that's fine, too. Um, The first one is from KJA Briones. She said this, and this is just speculative as well. She said, imagine if Bucky and Cap would have gone to Vormir instead of Nat and Ronan. Um, so I'll ask you, who do you, if, if, well, we'll, we'll talk about this specific pairing, um, because I feel like they chose Natalie and Natasha, sorry, Natalie, <laughs> Natasha and Roman. Natalie Rushman. I know they, they chose those two specifically for this film so that they, there would be that sacrifice. But who do you think would have gone in a Bucky and Cap situation on Vormir? I don't know. I think that would have been the same situation that we got now. Mm-hmm. Like both of them would be fighting to kill, to kill themselves. Yeah. Like, it's a weird thing to say out loud. Yeah, they would be. Yeah, they would both be fighting for that. Um, I think ultimately, I think uh, for the sake of narrative, I feel like you know they would probably have have taken Bucky yeah, to do like I a agree. sacrifice because yeah. it would be like a Theo. Oh, spoiler for Game of Thrones. It would be like a Theon Greyjoy redemption type thing. Yeah, where he's exactly. done all uh-huh. this stuff. Some of it bad. I mean, most of it really, really bad. And he's rehabilitated, but it's a moment for him to kind of lay down the ultimate sacrifice and redeem himself fully. Right, yeah. I think Which Captain is, th- those, America would have been a different feeling. Yes, I think it would have been. The, putting those two characters, you you see the one that needs, even though he doesn't need redemption because he kind of redeemed, I don't even know where he got this redemption, but he feels redeemed yeah. by the time. I guess by he the time. fought with Wakanda. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like something like that, like, you know. He said sorry. <laughs> and he owned up, I think it's the line when he's fighting uh, Iron, Iron Man, Man yeah. yeah, where he's like, you know, I felt, I remember all of them. Yeah. So like, he he knows he's living with this pain. You know, you just constantly, yeah. So like, I think that's the redemption in the character. That being said, if there was, if there was those two there, I can definitely see Bucky being yeah. the person to like, yeah, because the captain himself. is the one that died. Bucky, the because depra- he already knows that Captain went through everything for him. I don't know what Bucky would have felt. Right. I don't know another pairing, especially from the group that survived, that I would have wanted to go. I feel like the easiest death for me would have been Nebula, but I don't know. Damn. Well, I, fucking shade. Well, I always thought that she was going to sacrifice herself. That's for, totally true. For yeah. At that I one don't point, know who would have loved her enough at this point. Uh, Honestly, Gamora? Gamora. Gamora and Nebula went back to Vormir, except <laughs> Gamora dies again. That would yeah. have been really insane. We love Nebula. I know. We would have been suffering. So I don't know what other pairing. I mean, I definitely didn't want like the Hulk to go or anything like that. That would have been really interesting. Uh, Joe Mickelson. Would he have died? I like, think Hulk? he would have just landed on That's his feet. True. He would have <laughs> Hulk smashed it. Um, Joe Mickelson said, I'm glad Tony and Cap got their closures. And the idea that Cap got the chance to see Tony grow. That's interesting because I didn't even think about that. But technically, Captain America could have been witness to so many important things that happen in the MCU. Could have seen Captain Marvel. Could have. There were so many things. If, if he actually stayed in that timeline, which he did, and grow old, which he did. You know, the alternate timeline, I guess. Alternate. Like, maybe yeah. all of that stuff didn't happen. Like, what if yeah. he just oh. lived a very safe, and we're talking about time boring life? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that would have been really interesting uh, if he had somehow watched Tony. From the bushes oh, or something. I just got really paranoid. I didn't know if I turned on my mic or not. It's on. Trust me. Sweet. <laughs> um, Nathaniel Spencer said, why did Peter, and this is a question you brought up, but why did Peter go back to high school if it was five years later and in Homecoming he was a sophomore? I don't know. <laughs> it's really the only thing we can say. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's kind of weird. Um, I uh, I don't think they're going to address that at all in Far From Home. You don't think for so? For some reason, no. I think... They have to address I some th- of the snapping, right? The very... The safest explanation is literally all of Peter's friends, all of those people got snapped. So like, you know, they go back and 
All of them, but Ned didn't, did he? I don't no, know. I'm assuming. Ned? I mean, I'm assuming Ned did because yeah. he's still in high school. Like by the time Far From Home comes around. That being said, I mean, it kind of it's very annoying. I want to see like, I know Flash Thompson is still the same age in Far From Home. Yeah, but like, imagine like Flash Thompson like just being like five years older, older. and being like, oh, f- guys, you guys got to go back and finish the fucking eleventh grade. Yeah, and I don't. And one of the biggest things to me was I know that scene was like right towards the end of the film. But did everyone just go to school the next day? Like, I don't know. Like, it seems like... Like, everyone, with different people? Yeah, like, it's just like... Back to school the next day. I feel like there has to have been at some time... Like, these happened. middle schoolers who are now, like, in school with people who disappeared five years yeah, ago. Yeah, like, or younger just, like, now. That's fucking... older. Imagine, like, the, the fucking trip that those guys are having. Like, and, and the administration who are still around. It, it's just crazy. And that's kind of the... That's kind of the cool thing about where they've left the world, is it's a very different world, and I'm, I'm, I don't know. Like, the... The things that happen in Endgame have such lasting effects in the rest of the MCU. Without a time jump or something like that, I don't know what what's going on. Um, Aaron M. asks us, was there anything else in the film that you wanted to see that wasn't in there? Uh, an example would have been a reunion with Nick Fury and Carol Danvers. I think that would have been interesting because Nick Fury is the reason why Captain Marvel is back. Is back. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how she would have even known any of that have happened without her old school beeper. Um, I don't know what else I would have really wanted in the yeah, film. I feel like that would have been a great question for <laughs> yeah. for Drew. Because uh, Drew true. probably would have just like uh, went, off. went off on a tangent here. There's a lot of things Drew wanted to see, including Silver Surfer, probably. I'm just kidding. Well, yeah, he wanted to see the obvious things about like maybe not um, what I would have wanted to see. And I'll go ahead and I, I can speak for Drew or be yeah. the Drew of this part. Sure. Um and I know this might like this is weird because like even saying it out loud, like what I'm thinking about what I'm about to say right now, I'm getting really meta. Like yeah. when, just like what's going on. Yeah. Um, it feels weird to say it, but like I would have, I could have done with, uh, no Thanos army. Like I know in the Infinity Gauntlet, there's a splash page, a splash two pages basically where every hero is about to fight Thanos, just himself, himself. So and I think what like you wanted to see. I would have wanted to see that, really. Everyone punching him, punching him once? Yeah, but also, but like in a very, I mean, obviously I'm not the people who are making this movie, so like, but even then, yeah. I have something in my head where you can think of like where Thanos has the gauntlet and just can't snap because he's repeatedly getting stopped. Yeah, which we see by these kind people. of. Sort of, yeah. In but, small increments. But like, you know, be, I mean, again, like I'm, I'm speaking right now and I don't know if this would work on yeah. on film as opposed to like what, what we actually got. Well, because the idea is just all of them come at once. Yeah, yeah. And then fighting Thanos. And I yeah. just think like what the Infinity Gauntlet Thanos can really take them all on. Yeah. I just think like he would be overwhelmed. And that's the whole point of yeah. them rushing him at the same time. It's I think partially the reason why they could. I I mean it's just because of the snap. I feel <laughs> like we we've seen him. He would immediately do it. Like, yeah, as soon like as he it's puts the first his, thing he would do. He wouldn't try to use any of the other powers. Yeah, to, to fight anybody else. Snap. Yeah, but I think that we get a little bit of that with paying incredible homage to the original Avengers. Um, when Thor and Captain America and Iron Man are fighting the, with, yeah, by yeah. themselves, yeah, and then you get the Avengers Assemble scene, which you never got in yeah. the other, you know, four, three movies. Yeah. I guess it would have been um, interesting if the I think the villains that he called his sons and daughters would have. I mean, they play a really big role in Infinity War, so it's not like they're out of the blue or anything like that. But they do but, play a really diminished, like henchman yeah. role. And so, a, like, I feel like that last scene would have probably been more elevated if we explored more of the powers of that they had we see a lot of that in infinity war that's why it's kind of interesting it's not like he has an avengers version of the bad guys right like we yeah. don't see red skull we don't see like crossbones, crossbones. Or yeah so it, it is just his literally his army but again it was it was something that we brought up right before the episode is i was like is everyone just gonna punch him once because it's that would yeah because we, be were, we yeah. were kind of thinking like it was gonna go that direction um yeah which is which makes his death in the beginning even crazier yeah the fact that he just killed like the, that timeline Thanos very early on. Yeah, I don't think I'm... I mean, that's about it. Like, I think, again, like what I just said was like wishful... Yeah. Again, it's like a fanboy thing in me that I kind of wanted to see. I, I was... That being said, I'm like, I'm totally satisfied for, with what we got. Yeah. I thought it was pretty awesome. Um, Could have probably done with a little bit more Captain Marvel, but again, it's the circumstances of how the movie was made. So, yeah. I mean... And then who they wanted to focus on. and Because that's another thing we talked about in the... I know we're going back to the thing we <laughs> talked about before the movie even came out, but... I think I was really interested in who were the main characters, and it's very clear that it's the the original original ones, one. and then special emphasis on Iron Man. Iron Man. Like yeah. it really is, and I like that, especially since now it looks like Chris Hemsworth is coming back for more. Um, 
And honestly, I kind of feel relief with that because if this was Thor's last movie, what a way to go for Thor. Is he really coming back or is that just like, I mean, I heard it's not yeah. confirmed in the trades. It's yeah. like it's r- some rumors coming back. And it's a rumor, but I, I mean, it's a... You trust your source. <laughs> I trust my Twitter. I, I feel like with the MCU, these rumors are very uh, good. Okay. Like they're, because they're very good at quashing rumors that are not true. Oh yeah, that's right. Like normally, like like, Feige will come right off the bat and be like, "No, that's not happening. This isn't happening. Like this is stupid." Um, But who knows? But I, yeah, I I mean, uh, yeah, I like how they. I don't know if there's anything that I would have liked to see. I mean, yeah, I mean, one of the really interesting things that I, I thought of, but I mean, it it was kind of answered because that's where this Infinity Stone was. But isn't it insane that Thor: The Dark World was one of the places they went back to, considering? how that movie was like considered not one of the greatest of the MC movies, mm-hmm. but proves to be really pivotal. And we wouldn't go like, it's important to end game. Like it's, so it's kind of crazy that that happened. I thought that was funny too. I didn't want to dwell on it when we were recording on the yeah. thing just to not. Cause like, again, these movies, I think with end game makes it better. Like Endgame makes um, other movies, you know, I guess in this oh, case, just the context you're watching them in. I think like, good. yeah, I think, I think, I think what I'm really trying to say is just Endgame makes the dark world better yeah. really by just watching really it. Um, and it was that being said, it is really weird for Marvel to do that, especially because like Thor: The Dark World is usually mangled. Yeah. Um, when it comes to like fan discussion, mm-hmm. um, but here we, but yeah, yeah, but it's so important to them. Even Thor really. himself is like joking about it. Like there yeah. was like the Dark Elves, woo! Like you know, he that's like I feel like to yeah. me that's like a backhanded like you know a little was it backhand and, compliment? And yeah. I gotta say though that there's even though that we and critics may have this kind of weird. Uh, feeling about the dark world and including the incredible Hulk. Alan Taylor did show up to most of these MCU reunion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff, I, mean, so. I think like he, um, he's, he's really successful. Yeah, he's genuinely. I mean, he went back to Game of Thrones yeah. after it. So like you know, I mean, yeah. Fuck. Uh, that being said, there's no love being thrown at the Incredible Hulk at all. Like I've noticed yeah. that. Um, even like in that little, if anyone remembers, or if you go to like the Marvel Studios Instagram page where they thank everybody for being a part of their universe, yeah. there are 21 movies. In that graphic, twenty one, oh, wow. twenty the twenty second, the Incredible Hulk is not wow. on that even bracket. Even Iron at all. Man cameos at the end of that. Movie. Yeah, and so, even and, though and we kept the that character, uh, the Colonel guy. It's uh, yeah, yeah. Um, General Ross. General Ross, we kept him. Like he's yeah. in this. He's in Endgame. But no one else. Like there's no there's no Liv Tyler. There's yeah. no um. Who made that movie? I forgot. Louis, we talked about it. Louis Letrier. He okay. um he went on to direct other movies wow. like the brothers Grimsby and uh, other stuff even like, like even like uh, Kenneth Branagh came back to all the MCU yeah, so like yeah. everyone in that family f- is yeah and the Incredible Hulk is like almost well, like it's very child. more apparent than ever like they want to kind of forget about yeah. it which is kind of sad but I get it you it's know, the most diff- it's, it is so different it is very different um, it's down to the casting really it's like very mm-hmm. different other than like General Ross casting um, tone the it tone just, it's just like yeah everything's different. very different but the fact that it did have like um it did have uh stark at the end of it and the fact that it's kind of like to me it's satisfying because of the way hulk fights another hulk which you don't get in any other movie yeah i don't i don't i and i feel like we're never gonna get because the way that uh, kevin Mm -hmm. uh he talks about the incredible hulk it sounds like he's a commodity he does not want to spend on just anything well i think it's because like i think he said it like just flat out too we've tried we've tried two times Mm, and it yeah, didn't yeah. work like and, single wise and even now he's like we we feel like his storyline and his character arcs can take place in these avengers movies or like in these right right yeah movies where he's paired up and and honestly i feel like he does change quite a bit in these movies he does totally he has an actual arc that yeah. does like have a completion here endgame does kind of complete his arc i mean it's fun to think about that hulk is going to stay like that banner way. doesn't want to stay like human yeah. size which is kind of weird um but it is like cool to think about, and then the fact that like, and also I think the legality of the whole situation, like That's Universal true. doesn't probably want to um, let go of their Hulk rights, especially now. now. Yeah, exactly. Just the way that Sony doesn't want to let go of the Spider Man stuff. That being said, I don't think Marvel wants to play ball with Universal, so like yeah. Universal is just going to hang on to them until until, until something Disney needs- buys Universal. Yeah, something like that, basically. <laughs> Um, Aaron M also said it's agreed that we all want a spinoff with Steve Rogers putting back all the Infinity Stones and meeting up with a Red Skull. That is an interesting thing because if he puts back all the infinity, how does I, he put? We never that said one that back? on the podcast. Yeah, uh, that's how does what, he put back the soul stone? Is that right? Yeah, how after does he put that the soul stone yeah, back, he's like, 
Uh, so, and, and, and is he just going to like not fight the Red School? Is like, so this is where you've been all this the fucking whole time? time? That is so interesting. And then also, can you even put the Soul Stone back? What does that mean? Bringing someone Yeah, like that doesn't make any life? sense. But he did it though, because he's yeah. obviously not with the Soul Stone when, he, like, when he's there at the very end. It's, it's a kind of a, it's a crazy thing. And I don't want to say these are loopholes or plot holes. It's just a, it's just a thing that we have to accept and know happened. Um, a lot of our questions were based, and I don't know how far or if we're even going to go into it, but a lot of our questions are based on the time-traveling aspect of this film. And I feel like it's not really our place to explain, and I talked about it already a little bit on the Listener Mail episode, but the, the, the MCU gets to make their own rules about time travel and dimensions and linear stuff. So they, yeah, I mean, it's, it is what it is. And it is the way it is. It's funny because when you hear the Rooster Brothers talk, I told you about that those people who who had that whole list of like discrepancies from Infinity War, and they asked the Rooster Brothers, "Well, why does this happen this way?" Like in that other an movie, and they were like, "They had an answer for yeah, all answer of everything." Them. But partially, they were like, "Well, we didn't make that movie." We're <laughs> like, "That was an art." Like. This is how it works and in that's, ours. <laughs> that's a good. Um, that's a good explanation. Yeah. Really. Like you know, like the oh, what's happened to the timeline in in Spider Man Homecoming? Yeah, the like, timing thing. Yeah. Uh, well, that's an easy answer. Ask them. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. it's like our our movie. In our movie, this is what happens. But it's it is interesting. And I, I love that because like the fans, I feel like. Oh shit! Like I feel like I, at this point, I almost what? wanted to attack those fans. I just because uh, like, not mean what you're going to say. Right? Well, no, it's just like that. That leaves it to, leaves itself open for like some some brutal fan attacks yeah. because like you know this is the whole reason why people don't like the continuity of the X-Men movies because you know they don't watch each other's movies and now um, I don't think you've said it on the podcast you should probably say it like you know um, did, have you said it like where, where, where the no where, where Feige doesn't let the other no I haven't people, yet yeah yeah so Feige is is he's in charge of Marvel Cinematic Universe studios everything yeah uh, but he does leave uh, he gives a lot of autonomy to the filmmakers, the filmmakers. Yeah. so one of the biggest who aren't things named Edgar Wright yeah, really? yeah. <laughs> but one of the biggest things he does do or doesn't do is he doesn't let these filmmakers mingle in each other's movies so the Russo brothers talked about starting making starting the production of Infinity War and never seeing Black Panther Black Panther yeah and uh, I think they set up a meeting with um Shit, who's the director of Black Panther? Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler. And for two hours, they talked about the world that they were building. But they weren't allowed to see the movie. And the Rooster Brothers just got, from that two-hour meeting, everything they needed to, know. And, to yeah. know. and on the day they were filming the Wakanda scenes, that's when they learned about the war chant. And that's when they were rewriting for things from the Black Panther. But the reason why he doesn't let the filmmakers see each other move, other's movies is he knows that the Rooster Brothers and Joss Whedon and John Favreau, they have, they're like... They helped create the Marvel Cinematic Universe, what it is. And not only that, they're super successful filmmakers outside of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And he doesn't want them to influence the other films. We're talking about the same Joss Whedon? No, I'm just saying. Sorry. Because <laughs> imagine if the Russo brothers saw your cut of your Marvel movie and gave you a suggestion. You would probably take that suggestion because you're like, okay, these guys... No that's way. totally true and, and, then, and then you're like you're totally right and, and now you may not a... be making the thing that you want to make and so I get that and I get that he doesn't really want and even down to the scripts and things like that like he wants to make sure things are linear and things are cohesive and they're part of the canon but, but that's about it but that's like, about it like yeah. if you decide to do something like that's fine if, that's if, your movie if Taika leaves Thor and these characters in a certain place that's fine like it's up to the next guy to pick it up where, where you leave it Ooh. so and um, then not really though, right? And, like, real, not, yeah, and not exactly, really yeah. having to can they can write off the characters they don't want or add the ones that they right, really yeah, love yeah, for yeah. the thing. Mm-hmm. So that's something that's really cool about it. And I think we talked about this on Revenge of the Sequel, which is I believe out right now, our our latest podcast. But a lot of the um, can you hear me vaping? Sorry, I don't know. Oh, okay, <laughs> I I don't know. I was asking the fans. Oh, sorry. No, I'm just playing. Can you hear him <laughs> vaping, baby? Um, but a lot of the. Uh, a lot of these things are becoming like TV series and TV shows. And so all that Kevin, I think of him as like the showrunner. Uh, and so these directors are, have power over their episodes, but it's as long as it all leads up to the finale that it should be or something like that. That's right. Right. Really, yeah. It's kind of like watching the behind the scenes of game of Thrones. Now there are directors for every episode, but the showrunners are the ones that are. It's totally true. Like, I mean, guiding I mean, the thing. And along. they're very like, you know, they're, 
not that there's not any horror stories from Marvel's past, because there is, you know, Alan Taylor, the Edgar Wright situation, stuff yeah, like that. Even so. the James Gunn thing, which is recently, like, that's, that's a very oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. dramatic thing that mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. So, like, I mean, stuff can, ha- like, little little forks, you know, can be stuck in the road, you know, mm-hmm. eventually, but really it needs to be, it's really awesome that, uh, that Feige just leaves a whole yeah. lot of, like, the freedom up to the filmmaker, unless it's very, very, very different. Important, yeah. Yeah. And... and I, the other thing too, I mean, we talked about Edgar Wright and James Gunn and Alan. Ta- well, in some some of some of the the I, I would quote unquote drama that happens behind the scenes happens before they start to film, which I think is really important. That's very yeah, it's very telling of what the process will be. If, yeah, if it's if you're clashing a lot at the at the beginning, mm-hmm. then you've got to know that something's gonna. They're not gonna let you shoot and then reshoot and then reshoot. Right, right, yeah. So that's that's. that's I think they may have learned that from Incredible Hulk, honestly. Yeah, and also maybe, I mean, because some dark, dark worlds, maybe some. Well, also some Disney stuff too. Yeah. I think. Uh, oh no, they didn't know that at the time because I was like, I think Solo was like mm. an example of letting them do a whole lot and then not having to try to fix it. Yeah, course, and that's kind a of different that, thing. Yeah, so like, but I think you're right. I think they learned all of that from the Incredible Hulk yeah. one, like you and, know, because Norton apparently during that was very controlling, and they let. They were they also weren't that big yet too. So like you know you didn't Iron Man was a hit, but like you know it wasn't it wasn't what it was now. You know what I mean? Like Iron Man had just became a hit. So like you know they they obviously just uh, and they were trying a lot of new things too. I, right, right. Yeah. I, when we watched Thor: The Dark World from the first season, I remember us saying that it kind of ages a little bit better because this was the first time that Marvel really tried to introduce us to the galaxy part of it because we saw Asgard, but we never. Saw anything, anything else? else. After and, that, yeah. and Thor: The Dark World is very heavy on like this idea that there stuff, are yeah. Like yeah, other worlds planets and, and aliens. Yeah. So it's kind of a yeah, it's kind of an insane thing that now looking back, it's something that we're uh, really into. Um, so one of the other big things too is that I forgot. So the other thing is uh, Kevin Feige. We talk about him a lot, but there's a lot of people who are in charge over at Marvel Studios, and they're like. Luis D'Esposito, Victoria, Alonzo. Oh, Alonzo, yeah. But they have a lot of story people, too, who help out and make sure that it. Mm-hmm. there's a lot of... Um, Christopher Marcus and something. Yeah. Right? The writers there. So they're, they're, they're going to do... The Captain America people, really. Like, those are the writers that are, like, their go-to writers, yeah. apparently. Yeah. And uh, part of me wants to do some, like, uh, behind-the-scenes, maybe a little bit narrative, but talk about just Marvel Studios in general. Because it has such a crazy story story yeah. from when marvel was a, it's a cinderella book. story if you think about yeah, it like, from the licensing to the avi guy who uh, avi, arad. avi arad who spearheaded a lot of the x-men stuff and the spider-man and then, stuff yeah too so there's a lot of really cool behind the scenes stuff that i think people would would really be interested in because it's not only is it like a cinderella story but it is literally like a month away from being a bankruptcy story or oh yeah definitely going like, up to the edge they bet it all on the first iron man movie yeah. and incredible hole because like they they made those two yeah. movies like i think back to back or like you know at the same time they did and and it, it just it goes to show how close this got to being something different and how it has shaped just everything i mean and i think we talked about this in the revenge sequel episode is the timing of the Marvel Cinematic Universe matches so much with the timing of the way that we consume stories now mm-hmm. and narrative. And we're talking about like binging and everything being connected and and like it, a lot of those um, traits, just pop culture now is, is relative and seen in this Marvel Cinematic Universe. So definitely. Mm, I just noticed that you broke your jaws frame. Yeah, my jaws frame is broken, but cool. Sure. Um, the last question might be a whole podcast in itself, but what are you excited for in phase four? Or what do you think happens in phase four? Anything f- phase four or is it too soon? Are you still like hungover from Endgame to even be thinking about the future? I think that's totally too soon. I think yeah. it's like, you know, um, the weird thing about, um, not, I'm sorry, it feels like I'm attacking this question, but it's not, not it at all. I think the, the, the crazy thing to me, I guess I would say like, you know, it's mind blowing that, um, with these movies, it's so funny because, like, you can't really put a finality to it. Does that make any sense? Like, yeah. where you're just, like, kind of, like, you're... This is supposed to be the finale. <laughs> it's supposed to be, but and then everyone's so, like, oh, all right, what's yeah. next? Like, yeah. it's just because you know that something else yeah. is coming, you know, on well, the horizon. So many people are saying this is a great chapter or close for these certain characters. Right, right. But and and then, no one, no one's not going to watch any more Marvel movies. Well, I, mean, I don't know... 
that's it's it's hard to tell yeah because like it's again like i think we talked about this on the actual um end game app which is like how do you top this yeah so like you know it's gonna be very hard to top normally you do want to keep seeing more seasons you know like everyone wants to see more more of everything really mm-hmm. like if it's good and if it's not you know kind of like this podcast yeah it, really we want more um, on this pod baby. But like you know if it's if it's not broke like you know um or if it ain't broke you know what what the fuck is it saying if it ain't broke don't fix it is okay, cool. That, I don't know. Yeah, I if got really confused. Broke, don't, I don't know where the if it's came broke, from. then fix it. No, I'm just playing. I guess <laughs> fix your broke. <laughs> yeah, and I get I get what you're saying because it is. It's not like these. It's not like I don't know. Like it's not like this movie didn't do well, and it's not like people didn't respond to this movie well, and it's not like they they stopped liking your other characters after this movie. Like it it seems like. This is a train, and it's just gonna right, yeah, in perpetuity. That being continue. said, it is like very early to talk about what Phase Four is because yeah. you literally don't know what they're going to expand upon. Mm. Like we were talking about the time stuff and how that's very um, loopholey and yeah. or no, no, or plot holy or something mm. like that, like the way um, people would say. But I mean, there's interviews with the Russos now that that you can go and watch or even just read um, yeah. where they say like that's not a plot hole. Yeah. Like it's something. This is what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, and then like people are just kind of like flabbergasted. Like, well, well, then what happened? He's like, I don't know. Just they, they don't even say stay tuned. They just said like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, and so I, I feel like that in in itself is a promotion. Like, stick around. Yeah. Because you're gonna see more of whatever the fuck you're gonna see. So it's really hard to be. Um, it's really hard to to see what's gonna be next and what's gonna catch on. Mm. The obvious, you know, the obvious answer would be like, you know, I'm excited for Doctor Strange too, or. Uh, Captain Marvel Black Panther 2. Or, too. Yeah, Black Panther 2. Whatever Black- Captain Marvel does next. Yeah, um so that's pretty I mean, yeah, like I mean there's it, there's stuff to be excited about. I think just the possibilities are endless. I it, think um Black Widow is really the wild card cuz like you know, you really don't know if they're doing a prequel or if they're going to do something weirdly sequelish or something. Yeah, if they do a prequel, it would be interesting because it would be the one of the first times that they go back without moving forward. Does that make sense? Cuz even yeah. Captain Marvel's uh-huh. technically a prequel, but it definitely moves push, it forward moves it, yeah. moves so this would literally be the closest thing to just a standalone movie and see like i wouldn't would count, have yeah i wouldn't count marvel out there like i don't think they would they're interested in doing something like that yeah so it, like you know it, it's still it's up in the air it, it depends like naturally i feel like the natural reflex for anything after some kind of big reset like this is to go small to build to something big again mm-hmm um, but who knows? I mean, it's exactly yeah. It's exciting, and I think that we're going to be focusing a lot on these movies as just singular movies. I think it it would be really dangerous to have like a second Thanos so quickly. Right. Think about yeah. how long it took to introduce Thanos too. It took a while, like, like probably like eight years, like over the course yeah. of like actually eight, six, maybe four or something yeah. like that, because um. Definitely wasn't in Iron Man. No, not at all. But like, even I mean, you, first Avengers. I think. Even you got. Well, yeah, the first Avengers, but you actually got him speaking like two years later in Guardians. Yeah. Josh so Brolin like, wasn't you know, even cast for. Yeah, for even the Guardians movie, or yeah. for yeah, like it was it was Sean Gunn playing like his mo- motion capture and his voice on set. So, so I I think that would be a natural thing and a smart thing to do, not go straight into another villain. And 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 remember, it took ten years to get to Endgame. And Marvel has patience, and they trust their filmmakers, and I feel like it may take another 10 years before they get to That's, something really insanely big. I think that in, in itself is fascinating, though, because Marvel's never went, Marvel's never been uh, one to disappoint fans. That being said, they've never been one to play as predictable. I mean, Andrew yeah. would probably uh, debate that here, but like they've never been one to be as predictable as people think they're going to be. I, I 100% agree, and that really boils down to who's writing and who's making those movies specifically. Right. But also, Marvel has to be okay with that. I mean, we think about... I mean, I, I just keep thinking about the Russo Brother movies because we've been talking about it for so much, but like Civil War and um, you know Winter Soldier and how those movies kind of turn the whole MCU on their head. But even thematically, things like Guardians of the Galaxy, which is fresh and new, Doctor Strange, which is different than right, everything yeah. else. Like there's, <clears throat> there's a lot that they can do to breathe new life into some of this. And <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's room for new characters. I think there's uh, something that I read recently that uh, Feige and the Rooster Brothers says you don't have to wait that long for a Latino superhero or for uh, you know an LGBTQ superhero. Um, so I think there's going to be a lot of things that you know, deal with representation that happens pretty soon here. Yeah, pretty soon. Um, and I mean, uh, Andrew will tell you, but I mean, we can definitely tell you that the comic books 
are, are still around after oh definitely there's so much there's material. so much stuff to mine from like you know and you never yeah. really know what they're going to go for next yeah um there are hints of it you know obviously set up at the end of endgame you know like captain america's um or falcon's captain america run basically and we haven't even talked about x-men or fantastic four yeah which I mean, apparently is part of the mcu and that's like you know that's i feel like those are one of the more obvious takes like you know that's probably going to be yeah. i was talking to drew and saying that that's we were kind of agreed that that's probably going to be the next big event, which is like, you know, that's introducing true. those, those characters in, mm-hmm. in this, because, um, that's what everyone's kind of waiting for yeah. now. Like it's building towards like, when are these characters coming to the mm-hmm. fold? That being said, I mean, I don't know what Marvel's, you know, you never know what, what they're planning. Yeah. And the same, you know, what, what I remember when they announced the Inhumans movie, which, you know, obviously never came to be, which may still, we, we might still see that movie. Not one really. Day. I mean, it, it became a show, but the thing is like, that's, that's kind of crazy. Like yeah. I didn't know that that was happening. And so is it, on Hulu? it might be, it? I'm not yeah, sure. I, think it's on Hulu. I, I don't know. But like I heard that I've never seen the show. If you, yeah. if you uh, open invite for anybody. I've who, heard good uh, things about Inhumans. You really have? Yeah, I really have. Are you serious? It's about the kids from X Men or the the Inhumans. Yeah, like the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the Inhumans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think I think I've heard it. Uh, so, um, um, that you know, you you don't know really what they're what they're going to put yeah. out. I think like because uh, I go back to a quote that Feige said before Infinity War was out, and I think Feige says like, "So what's next for the universe going past like you know Avengers four? And he yeah. says, "I don't know if you can call that a universe." And I've always kind of latched onto that quote, being like, "What are what are they planning?" Yeah, and because it, it's. Yeah, I mean, w- remember too that Disney also has Disney Plus. They have a lot of ways, right, to expand all of these things that we're talking about, and it doesn't necessarily have to be an MCU movie or an MCU even shared thing. Like it could yeah. be like we can start getting Different. into DC. I think I don't know if I said this in the last podcast. Like extended. Well, they they can start doing like one offs. Yeah, like where like you know like this Joker movie for DC is obviously not set in the yeah whatever continuity that that mm. DC set up. Would, like Marvel can start doing that now yeah. because of this these timelines that have branched off. The interesting thing for that though is the Marvel the last like four or five movies have set expectations that you're gonna get two or three Avengers in all of these. That's the crazy part because and then like what what happens when people don't get that? Yeah, so Are like, they do, gonna like it? Yeah, do they do they like it? Do they complain? Do they like you know yeah. is it do people stop seeing it because like you know we expect mm. other Avengers in these movies? Like what happens? Yeah. So I, like, I think I, it's it's fascinating to look look at from like a from even like an analyst standpoint. Like what what are people going to react to if yeah. they expect a certain amount of quality or tropes from this Marvel mm-hmm. universe? And I, I I mean it's always safe not to bet against Marvel, right? Because uh-huh. they they're just you know they they've so far surprised us and kept it going for forever. Um, so I would never say that there's too many superheroes because I feel like we already have quite a few now and. It, Still is okay. There's still lots. Like yeah, thousands. There's still a lot more to yeah. go. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, if 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 we wait a while for Fantastic Four or X Men, I'm okay with that. If it happens very soon, I'm okay with that. I just know that the MCU is 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 what it is because of, of where it is right now. And then yeah, I mean, there's so much, and I'm excited for Disney Plus. I'm excited for all the fun stuff that is lies ahead. I'm excited for Disney Plus. I'm I'm a little sad that Marvel turned its back on its Marvel or on its Netflix heroes. Yep. But, you know, I am excited for the Disney Plus stuff as well. I mean, I think the Netflix stuff was a test, really, for, 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 yeah, for them. Because they always knew that, I think they were going into streaming. They always knew that they were going to um, I think create had, their own thing. Right. Because about three or four years ago, they started capping the licensing rights to their, to this other stuff. To their stuff, to like Netflix. And that was kind of when the Netflix stuff started like yeah, amping like up. I think like um, Daredevil was like 2015. Yeah. Like it, that was the last time I think it got Emmy nominations or something like that. I so. feel like they were really just, this was a big old test balloon to see if it would work. And I don't know if they were ever thinking it was going to. It's heartbreaking continue. to think that like the people behind those wasn't Feige though. So like, it's just really sad That's to true. think that like if Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Luke Cage, and Iron Fist, all those people which are obviously coming back, the Punisher. Mm-hmm. They're coming back in some way or form. Yeah. It's sad to think that they're probably not going to be those when those were you know, promoted as being the MCU yeah. versions of those characters. Oh, and I remember the deal that Netflix wrote was humongous because, I mean, we're, we're talking about multiple shows combining at some point. For oh, the yeah, the Defenders. The, as the first of, its, first of its kind, um, it obviously didn't, I feel I felt personally that it dropped yeah. the ball. It wasn't as 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 grand as it it was as it was promoted yeah, to be. That's true. But they couldn't. Uh, they had a 
pretty big seal, like TV ceiling. budget too. Yeah, yeah. And, and the ceiling for them was you cannot interfere into the Avengers world, so the threat cannot be. And that's what's Avengers kinda, level. It's threat. very sad in yeah. a way because it was like those heroes have ready because the shield writes around that stuff too. Like they, they do can never do anything that the Avengers can like focus on. Yeah, unless they give we'll them permission the to do it. Yeah, 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 exactly. So like, but. Again, like it's kind of sad that like those yeah. shows aren't getting their due. That being said, they just op- I think by the time of this is coming out, they green light uh, they green lit a uh, Hulu Hellstrom, oh. yeah, yeah, a Hulu um, show with uh, I think Hellstrom, and then also a uh, Ghost Rider. Yeah, I was talking about Ghost yeah, Rider. Ghost Rider is um Ghost Rider, which is a it feel like might be a spinoff of the Agents of Shield one because that same guy who played Ghost Rider in Agents of Shield it. is playing it in That's that Hulu, show. Hulu now mostly owned by. Disney owned by well. Disney, yeah. But again, again, like, uh, is that an MCU one, or is this? Are they just going to like yeah. stop mentioning that? Like, this is just Marvel. I think that now that you actually have legit Avengers have their own shows, it's going to be really interesting. And I don't want to say difficult, but it is like, you know, these shows had to write around not having the Avengers in them, and now the Avengers are going to have their own, like with Vision and Wanda. And obviously, Bucky. And you kind of wonder how expensive these shows are, though, yeah, because that's, that's the whole saying. reason. Like, it's, it's, it's the whole reason. Like, Loki. Loki has his own fucking show. Are you kidding me? Well, because I was laughing because at one point, I mean, I think, um, I think we mentioned this. Maybe I keep saying that a lot. I think we've mentioned this in the past. Yeah. Like, you know, blah, blah. who knows? We talk so much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fuck. Who knows? Um, but uh, Nick Fury at one point said he should be on Agents of Shield. He was like, yeah. that should be my show. He's in charge of Shield. Yeah, and he was like, well, I don't know why that isn't my show, yeah. but everyone knows it's because like you're. Samuel fucking Jackson. Yeah, we can't like, pay for you. <laughs> yeah, like that. The yeah. entire budget goes towards you, and like you know yeah. everything else. So that's probably why, yeah. at the very end of the day, like you know, you don't have Iron Man showing up in Daredevil yeah. or something like that. You know what I mean? Because like, is, who the fuck is gonna? Like, is Feige directly? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you know this. Is he, is he a part of the Disney Plus yeah, stuff? He he's, has to he's, be. Right? He's uh, that's spearheaded his people. Yeah, and that's why Drew um, a couple of days ago, because um, I think uh, I was talking to Drew about. Uh, one of our listeners who called him out on a cosmic yes, ghost writer yes, thing yes, yes, yes. um drew apparently had pushback and he he actually be- believed that um that marvel has that synergy to it and they yeah. were like talking between departments and i'm just thinking like that's not Probably a not. thing at They're all no nope, separate yeah not at all and, and then but his counter argument to that was basically like well jarvis was in endgame so that's a start and i was like but Agent Cart Jarvis comes from Agent Carter, the show, which is the only TV show produced by Feige. Yeah, only TV show. Yeah, I I, I can see how I don't want to say it's control because we just talked about him being hands off so much, but he, you know the the things that he cares about, he's going to put effort into, and right, yeah, and the things he doesn't, he won't. So if and that that says a lot to yeah. like the other Marvel heroes who are on TV. Yeah, if you so think I, about it. So I I, I just think we're going to have a. I think they're going to be great. I think the budgets are going to be insane because Disney wants to beat Netflix and Hulu, which it partially owns, which is weird. But uh, I, I think that you're going to see like Game of Thrones level budgets on these movies, or sorry, the, these these shows on Disney Plus. And I'm I I think the production quality is going to go above what we see even in Agents of Shield or, or in um, Daredevil, the Daredevil, right. oh, Defenders. Yeah. yeah, this is going to be like Disney branching out and you know I, I we we talk about how these 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 MCU stuff seem like it's a TV series and now like it is it will be a TV like, literally so I think that's just insane and I think and, they're going to lose a lot of people too like it just yeah. flat out cuz oh, like you know it's, it's hard to watch a season yeah it's 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 harder to commit to TV than it is yeah. to a movie yeah but I don't know the Mandalorian looks good that's true <laughs> but but you also have to like you know there's already by the time Disney Plus comes out there yeah. are loads of streaming services yeah. already like you're adding one more to the fold and yes of course the $7 price tag is very appealing but like you know and then the, the fact that it's Disney yeah but that $7 is like on top of like what else you already pay for so like yeah. we're getting to the part where streaming services are literally just being cable tv again because mm. you're just paying for channels yeah it's the really. same amount of money yeah you're paying for channels um so we don't know how people will react to it like yeah. i mean i'm i'm sure they it's gonna get a lot because again disney is disney like yeah. you know disney no, has our, all of our listeners are gonna watch all oh definitely i'm shows. gonna watch it i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna su- su- subscribe but i was asking i don't know if you know this i think i texted you this is, are, are all these shows just going to be available from day one no Okay. Probably not. Yeah, that's definitely not. No. Insane. If we're gonna, because they have to do some kind of weird rollout where our focus is on. I don't think one or two of them, right? Like I don't think that's, that's happening at all. I think okay. like that's. Um, I think it's going to be what. Um, what DC universe? Weird comparison here, but I think it's what DC does to their shows, which is like you know they um they air it week per week like a like a TV show. 
because like uh, I think they're gonna keep production on it like you know normal. Yeah, I mean like almost like movie like I guess or like you know like the way TV would be because it's not Netflix shoots all their seasons and then does a post and then releases them like all together. Well, they have a re- I mean they definitely have a humongous back catalog I guess uh, just for movies for Disney Plus. Um, but yeah, their goal is, and I'm reading right now, uh, that their goal is 25 original episodic series and 10 original, 25, 25 original episodic series, 10 original movies, documentaries, and specials, um, in the first year. So that they're not saying all on day one. And, uh, I mean, literally all the MCU will be coming to this. I mean, Avengers Endgame will be on this. Right, right. Captain Marvel will be all of the Star Wars stuff, all the Pixar stuff. By year five, the company expects 50 series, original series, and 10 movies a year just for Disney+. And they want to have at least 10,000 episodes of content in five years. Fucking hell. Here are the shows that are confirmed. Oh, there's a shit ton of them. But... Uh, here's some of the timing. So the ones that we care about, The Mandalorian, which is an MCU, but that'll be, they won't say yet when that's coming out, but it's already filmed. I saw the trailer. Do you see the trailer? It was on DolphinPod.com. Um, we released it before it was allowed. Th- I don't Crazy. know if that's legal. Uh, sorry, guys. Uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier will come out in within the first year. Loki will come out within the second year. WandaVision will come out the second year. Um, uh... That's really all the ones for the MCU. Cassian Andor has a show coming out in the second year. Seems like year two is the one to, to look for, but the 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 Falcon one is going to come out year one. Also, like I think I don't know why this is like because there's parental controls on Netflix too. Yeah. But I think like Disney has always been associated as a family thing. Yeah. Having Disney Plus mm-hmm. launch this stuff like under just its Disney name, yeah, is crazy. Yeah, because they also you, have the 20th Century Fox. Catalog. Well, because yeah, because you have the Simpsons, which is not very yeah. Disney like at all. Like it's if anything, it's anti Disney. Do you think they'll have they'll have like a kids tab? That I'm I'm, I'm hoping Pixar so. Pixar tab or something because that's like that. the thing is like if you're getting Disney Plus, you're you're getting like to the average consumer, you're you're subscribing to Disney Plus because of Disney. So like you know you're Aladdin, Peter yeah. Pan, all this other all this shit. Um, you know, imagine. You know, opening a Disney Plus and like, you know, hot of the month is Alien. Yeah. You know, like a or very- some other crazy- Adult movie. Fox Searchlight. Yeah, like thing. The Hills Have Eyes, yeah. you know, like put out by Fox Atomic. I, I I will say that the strength, and this is why Netflix and Hulu have been, have been like racing for original content, is because their libraries do not match at any way what Disney has oh, in yeah, their back catalog. Definitely. And within five years, Disney's going to yank all of ABC, all of 20th Century Fox, all of their stuff away from these other streaming services. And I think Disney Plus, I foresee Disney Plus being bigger than Netflix sooner than later. Um, Because they they not only have the matching box office, but they have the catalog that will leave Netflix empty almost. Right. And and Universal's starting their own streaming thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So all of the... Friends and NBC, NBC and the office stuff, is yeah. all gone too. So Cheers, all be... that other stuff. Is what like... do you have? Like Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like what? What? What's left just on Netflix? Originals. Like just your originals yeah. and licensed movies, like you know, Goldmember or yeah. something. But even then, like if they have like a universal brand, yeah. they're going to go towards. What's going to happen to Daredevil? Is that going to too and take no, it? Well, that's I mean, on Netflix or Netflix has rights to that iteration of Daredevil. That's the thing. Is like it goes even like people were just thinking like, oh, wait, just wait for the rights to expire. I was yeah. like, no, that's not going to happen. Like because yeah. like they own that version of daredevil who made the i don't know if you know this the ben affleck uh daredevil that's fox that's fox okay yeah. okay so disney now okay. yeah disney i was wondering like who has that because i know marvel auctioned well, marvel, off all their heroes marvel, marvel owns early on. daredevil now technically but they license it out to mm. i mean it's they license well, we it out to netflix it, right? like it's like if they don't if these companies don't do anything with the character it goes back to marvel right so yeah. these people like sony like they're like let's just fucking do imagine it. what the, imagine cares? imagine what's gonna happen to the hulk because yeah. you know universal is not gonna want to let that go no so imagine what without some crazy deal like sony has right now which is we'll just take the money you do all the work oh yeah definitely but even then like you never how how long until sony gets like very um yeah. greedy because of venom and spider-verse mm-hmm. like you know because those did very well so yeah. like you know how at what point does sony say like hey um let's get back spider-man 
Yeah. And then like, you know, and then get you Sam ha- Raimi back, baby. Yeah, exactly. So shit. Well, guys, uh, we talked about a shit ton of stuff here. That's totally true. A whole episode's worth. We talked about MCU, the Disney Plus, which of course we're talking about, but that's so far down the line. So I know some of you want us to watch the Disney Plus shows, which we are going to watch and we'll probably pot about, but we just talked about how uh, two of them are going to come out two years from now. So right, exactly. It's so. a very long-term thing. I think the biggest thing to look forward to is Spider-Man, honestly. Yeah, that's it. I mean, we might get... Um, not to say we won't get bored every now and then and probably do like a Daredevil thing. Or, yeah. You know, who's to say we won't do that? Andrew so, can like, talk about know. comic book stuff. I'm, I'm down for that. Yeah, that's going to be fun. I mean, we probably will implement all of the ideas that were just kind of given to yeah. us. Um, so, I mean, yeah, this pod is definitely not dead. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to rest for a bit. You know, some well-earned rest yeah. there. Because... Uh, We've been doing it for a long time. It was doing it for a long time, and it does, um, you know, it does not take a toll. Because I was like, I mean, it's, but it, you know, the times we can, we could have met, like, you know, at some points, we're just like, you know, sometimes yeah. we're very late, you know. Or I'm by myself, which I was doing. I was doing a show by myself every week. That's totally true. Yeah, well, even or, the or listener with the guest, actually. We had the, yeah, almost yeah. a guest every single time, which actually helped out. That, that was pretty awesome. It was cool for them. Share the load. Yeah. Ooh, share my load, baby. There you go. Um, John, what do you what do you what do you, what do you want to unplug? Of course, Revenge of the Sequel. Rots. Rots. Go listen to Rots. I now don't that like I, that. Rots. It sounds bad. I don't like Rots either. I just like saying R O T S. I mean, it's not like you. Um, remember Attack the sh- Attack of the Show was just A O T S or something like that. So yeah, like yeah. I, I like R R T S. After R-O-T-S. school R-O-T-S. suspension is ass. There you go. Listen to After School Suspension, our new podcast coming in 2020. Listen to ass. Yeah. Um, yeah, listen to Revenge of the Sequel. That should be back now. Um, we have some really cool episodes coming for that. Um, what are they? I don't know because we take that one a little bit more uh, loosely than this one. Um, listen to Director Showdown on the Sticker Fridge front. Um, you might get some exciting episodes. One specific episode that is really exciting um, in the future, which is going to be pretty funny. Um, keep on the lookout for that. Obviously, check out their other seasons. Uh, I think they just finished up their David Fincher uh, versus Christopher Nolan pod, which is a very exciting season. You'll find me on the um, on the Prestige episode of that. And uh, yeah, just keep uh, just keep doing what you do, also too. Yeah, and uh, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thanks keep a subscribing whole lot. to it. it we're we're probably go to patreon.com slash pod to support this podcast. Uh, we'll. Definitely share any news of the new season there first, right. and uh, keep liking Delphin Pod. Keep an eye out. There's, we have so many fun things that we want to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, we can't do it all. We can't do it without you. So thank you all. So yeah, much. exactly. Um, we will see you back here for Spider Man: Far From Home. I know. We'll see you for Sonic uh, when we talk for about Sonic. Sonic the, Sonic, movie. Sonic the Hedgehog: Far From Home. Yes, yes, exactly. Which is technically, oh god, I hope it's in the MCU canon. Ooh, that's gonna be awesome. It's Sonic Paramount. is a superhero. Yeah, he has teeth. Yeah, you need those for biting <laughs> superheroics. Where did where do the coins go? What coins? In Sonic, he, the coins yeah, are rings. They're oh, rings. Sorry, the rings. Where do they go? Mar- Mario's coins. Where do they go? Yeah, like, they go inside of Sonic. Okay, that doesn't work out. It doesn't, but like you know, video game logic. Not hmm. in so- inside. Not give a, God damn it! Like not. All right, cool. I've got a ring inside me, but yeah. uh, that was from uh, something that went wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Later. <laughs>